Hey, welcome to another edition of our podcast here with Pastor Jeremy and Pastor, Pastor Mark. Mark. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, Pastor Mark, let me begin with a question for you today. Have you ever gotten an email before that says something like, there's a, there's a king or a prince in a far off country, a Middle Eastern country that He's got this wealth of riches and he, man, he needs to share it with people. He needs to share it with the church. He wants to give it away to somebody who is good, to an organization who will do good things with it. And if you just send him, you know, some of your bank account information, he would love just to be able to send you some of this cash so you can use it for the work of the Lord. I have. Very exciting. My, uh, apparently he's also a long lost cousin. Distant oh, yes. Cousin yes. And Nigerian prince, as a matter of fact. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So you get all these different things from, or maybe, uh, I even think back years ago when we were kids before they had the internet, maybe it wasn't an email that you got, you get a letter in the mail. It just said, you know, if you just send a dollar uh, to these, you know, three people <laughs> that they promised they're yeah. going to send this letter out and they're all going to send it to their friends who are all going to send you a dollar. But it's going to be more than three. So if you send out three dollars, you're actually going to get like thirteen dollars mm -hmm. back in the mail. Have you ever got one? Remember one of those? Maybe we're in junior high or something like that. Yeah, I remember people talking about. So what? What are these? What's what's going on with this? How would you describe these communications? Very deceitful. Deceitful. That's a good way to be able to put it in, in one simple uh, word. Yeah. So today you pulled up an article that you handed me uh, that's entitled, Do Not Fall Victim to These Clever Fishing Text Scams. And fishing with a, a PH, not like going fishing for uh, bass or something like that. Right. Although it is... Uh, there is a, the connection there because they are almost fishing with a net, yeah. so to speak. They catch right? this big net, they send out these emails or text messages, or they sit in call centers and they just call number after number after number after number. And they only need like one out of a thousand people to respond. Yeah, to, to make it worth, that, right? To yeah. make it worth their time. Sure. Uh, for the money they're going to steal. Uh, gullible is a word that is often used uh, for people who pray, uh, fall victim to this, but that's not accurate. Um, these people prey on simple human emotions, mm -hmm. whether it's fear, mm. like this is the IRS, the IRS. yeah, we're contacting your oh, you know, back taxes, or empathy, uh, care, compassion. Mm -hmm. You know, this is for this good cause. This is to help charitable organizations. They actually, it's these electronic versions, you know, like texts and emails are very clever. It, it, they use, uh, like the article talks about one scam that uh, they presented themselves as being from Walmart. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the email, it's got the Walmart logo, it's got the Walmart address, it's yeah. got the Walmart website, it's got the Walmart, uh, I mean, template you know yep. basically and, and they just changed the you know that return address or whatever where you send the information so they go to Walmart it goes to them so maybe real quick here uh, we can make a disclaimer as a uh, church at least for our congregation and from you and I as the the pastors here this is something that does not only, if you will, go after individuals, but it goes after organizations in different ways too. 
And we've even had, uh, probably almost at every church I've been a part of, uh, I've seen this, uh, people try to use, again, the trusting organization of the church to be able to go after different members. And we've even had people say, uh, you know, hey, I received an email today. Pastor Mark said he needs some gift cards for me to send him, you know, the, this account to be able to purchase some gift cards. It's and, happened uh, more than once. Yeah. And so maybe real quick for us to make a good disclaimer, you know, what would you what would you tell people listening to that today? Uh, the Pastor Mark and Pastor Jeremy or anybody else, because it's actually happened with another member of our church. His first name was Howard, but um, where somehow they got either the church directory, uh, somehow they got different uh, contact information and sent out those emails posing as, you know, me or you or uh, a staff member mm -hmm. of the church and requesting monetary gifts, whether it's a check or whether it is gift cards. That's usually what they like to do because mm -hmm. it's harder to trace. Nobody, I'll say it again, nobody will ask you to give money directly to the person. Not to me, not to Pastor Jaren, not to anybody else at the church. If we're having a, a fundraiser, if we're, if we're supporting a local ministry, uh, we will ask that money to be given to Desert Foothills Lutheran Church, not, not to an individual. If we're collecting gift cards, uh, the Angel Tree is something we do in December. Uh, where we collect gift cards for uh, older adults uh, who need help. Uh, but again, that's physically brought into the congregation, to the church building, and physically delivered to uh, the care facility uh, where the residents are. Uh, so no, nobody's going to ask for money directly to an individual. That's a that's a scam. That's a, that should the red flag should just go up right away. So yeah, something for all of our members. Remember, we will never ask you for for any of those things, especially to be given to us. Personally, there's uh, just that would never, ever, ever happen. All right, so with this article here, then, when we're talking about this, what are some of the connections that come to mind, Pastor Mark, or what are some of the things that popped out to you in this article that we're looking at today? Well, this is again uh, from our local CBS channel in the Phoenix, Channel 5, their website. And they just talked to some people that they knew, actually, some of their own employees that have got, received uh, text messages specifically here. Uh, one lady uh, gave out some information to, she thought was her bank, Chase Bank, uh, and ended up losing $4,000 mm. uh, that they were able to withdraw from her account because they got her information from her. PayPal's another one. Uh, people can log in and they have your login information. They've got access to whatever accounts are linked to PayPal. It's usually a checking account, a credit card attached to that too. This is, again, just people prey on our emotions, our trust, just like, just like the devil does. Yeah, so what do you think in there? What are, what are ways that people can compare this just in our general world to really even what we've been talking about in our current sermon series, this concept of spiritual warfare or this battle that we're up against of uh, going head to head with Satan? Yeah, well, John chapter 8, Jesus is talking to some Pharisees who are uh, claiming that, well, we're, we are children of Abraham. And Jesus says, hey, if you were children of Abraham, then you would be doing the works that Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. 
And in uh, chapter 8, verse 44, he just gets right to the, the punch line. <laughs> you are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning mm. and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. When we talk about spiritual warfare, it calls to mind very stark battle lines between good and evil, light and dark. And there is certainly evil that manifests itself in the world that is so obvious, so horrendous, uh, so abhorring to, to see. But Jesus, over and over again, he warns about being deceived. Mm, mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not going to be, I don't think any Christian is going to be deceived by like a Hitler that would stand up and say, you know, genocide, millions of people. Like that's clearly evil. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but the devil, uh, to really succeed, uh, has got to trick us, the followers of Jesus, into believing him. Yeah. And if you look at how devil tempted Jesus in the wilderness, he used scripture. Yeah. He quoted scripture to Jesus, but not not verbatim. No. He'd either leave off context or he'd twist one little word to make it sound, have a different meaning. And so over and over again, Jesus warns, be on your guard, uh, be aware, be aware. The devil seeks to destroy you. He's prowling around like a roaring lion. Yeah, you would use that verse in your message a couple weeks ago now, and that really is the, the truth. And I think people sometimes, maybe they even hear that verse, right? And then, oh, with a, a roaring lion, well, you know, I could see it coming or this, but that's not always the, the truth. And the devil is, you know, a super powerful individual. We shouldn't balk at that. Uh, that it isn't like he has no power or is this complete weakling or something like that. I mean, there is strength that should be recognized there, just as we should have a healthy respect for things around us in the world that have strength, whether that would be uh, a large animal, whether that would be a, a large vehicle, mm -hmm. things uh, that have tremendous power. We should also uh, just be you know, wary of that when we think about Satan. And that was the, one of the scripture verses that popped into my mind quick today when I looked at this was from uh, 2 Corinthians 11 verse 14. And it says, And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. And that goes to really uh, back up what you were just mentioning of the devil using scripture even to tempt Jesus. Think about that. To try to deceive God himself Satan uses God's own words. And so if he would do that to God's one and only son on this earth, who are we to think that he wouldn't try to do the exact same thing? And you know, masquerade is an angel of light. And I always try to get that across to, you know, whether it's adults or kids in confirmation, that, you know, we have this concept of Satan, especially maybe like coming up here on the heels of Halloween, of you know this guy with these horns or this mm -hmm. pitchfork or you know this tail with a little barb on it and these different pictures of who Satan is but you know 
to be completely honest, you know, Satan, you know, masquerades as his angel of light that probably is a piece of beauty that wants us to be able to be attracted to. So just like these people in our article for today, we can be deceived that this isn't what true beauty is. This isn't what true fulfillment or joy looks like. But he attempts to be able to give us a taste or something that we desire to be able to go after us. And like mm -hmm. you said, not in a global state, but yeah, truly entice us mm -hmm. to be able to fall or to be able to sin. Yeah, again, the evil that is obvious and abhorrent to us. Yes, we fight against that. Well, that's hatred, road rage, however it's manifested, uh, obviously, you know, even more detestable things, mm -hmm. uh, sex trafficking, um, drug uh, abuse, overdose, that's hurting so many parts communities in our, in our country, mm -hmm. around the world. Yeah, we, we stand up and we wanna fight against that on a spiritual plane as well, because the devil is certainly doing that behind all of that. But at the same time, we also wanna be aware that you know, he's also, as uh, Jesus said in Matthew seven fifteen, beware of false prophets, false teachers, who come to you in sheep's clothing, yeah, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. I think that word ravenous, mm. just like uh, when Peter talks about the lion who wants to devour us. Yeah, and these are these ravenous wolves. Yeah, but they're not always going to come up. Yeah, we can pick out the wolves; they're easy, snarling teeth and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's that the devil also try to come at us in sheep's clothing, mm -hmm. uh, try to deceive, entice, like you were saying earlier. And it's it's something to take very seriously. It's easy to see a lot of the evil in the world. I mean, uh, you can't deny it. We see it everywhere. Uh, but we also need to be on guard and be careful about the teachings of of God's word, what aligns with it, what doesn't. Yeah, in fact, that's how Paul goes on in that verse that I just mentioned about saying that Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. He goes on in the following verse, verse 15, and says, uh, is it not surprising then if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness? Mm -hmm. To be able to watch out for that, you know, even within uh, the church walls or realms to make sure that we're not listening to a false gospel or something that is super contrary to God's word, even if they're using mm -hmm. God's word or pieces of it to be able to try to share points that seem honest, that seem uh, like they would make us feel good, but to be on the lookout and to be able to make sure we're always filtering every element of that through what uh, well, correct orthodoxy is and through what God's word actually does say, not just in part, but in whole. Absolutely. So the next, I guess, the application here, well, well how do you know if you're being deceived? Mm, great question. So if you get this text message from your bank or from Walmart or PayPal and says, hey, uh, there's been a hiccup in your account we need, or your password's been reset uh, or we've got this package that we can't deliver, send us your information, send mm -hmm. us this, send us whatever detail they want to uh, get from you. Uh, how do you... Uh, how do you distinguish, you know, when the devil is, because that's how he's going to come at you. He's going to say, oh yeah, this is a, this is a great church. This is a, a, a great pastor here on TV. Listen to him. Yep. Well, I would say, well, let's look at it maybe from a practical example. So I have had a time, actually, I know you have too. I remember this happened one time on a Sunday morning, right before you were going out to, to preach, your phone had gone off from like a fraud department 
saying oh, yeah. that you had something. So I've had the same thing happen yeah. to me before. And you know what? I was skeptical oh, about yeah. it. Why am I? Why am I receiving this? It didn't seem real. It sounded like a, a, a computer generated voice that was telling me that was doing this. It was saying, call this number. And I was thinking, I'm not calling this number. This isn't going to be right. Mm -hmm. And so what I did, it was from my Discover card, is I pulled my Discover card out of my wallet and I the called the, the physical back. number that was on the back of yep. the card, knowing full well that nobody is going to be able to completely alter that information. And I called them and sure enough, they told me, yeah, that actually was from us. We had something that was reported, but you know, I felt much more comfortable calling and actually having, again, evidence in my hand of the real person that I was going to talk to. And so I wonder if we right. can take well, that Before, you take, it back to, before yeah. you take it back to scripture, yeah. let's, let's just be very again, transparent or clear on this. Same thing. If you get something, uh, an email or a text message from Pastor Mark, and usually they say Reverend McCory yeah. or something. That should be your first clue. I don't ever go by that, so <laughs> it's not for me. But yeah, whatever. If you ever have any doubts, pick up the phone. Yep. Call me. Call the church office. Yep. Call me. Uh, same thing. If you get a phishing text from your bank, from Walmart, pick up the phone. Call the actual number that you know. Say, hey, I got this message. This is really from you. Very good. Yeah. So now... How does this? That's a very strong point. So yeah. to tie back in, maybe the exact same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Pick up the phone and check it out. You know. So when we come to a point in our life, a lot of times I think we do know that something is not completely correct. Deep down inside, we may feel, you know, what I'm being tempted by something here. I'm being deceived by something. And unfortunately, I think sometimes we give in. We just say, you know, oh, you know, okay. And we just, we just kind of do it, you know, maybe we follow through. But we really need to filter those things through, you know, the original distributor, if you will, yeah. to be able to go to God's word and to be able to say, you know, what does God's word have to be able to share with me on this subject matter today? Right. What does one of my trusted friends, uh, not just from their own opinion, but somebody that I respect within the church, you know, what is the input and influence they can give to me on this, right. you know? Exactly. Stop and pause. We're talking about talking to someone with authority that we trust. Yep. And we know is with the group, with the organization, whatever, yep. the right place. You don't need a phone number to talk to God. He's got a, you have a direct line. You literally just speak to him. You got in it. Jesus name. So like you say, you feel that temptation. You feel that something's not right. Lord, what? What, what's happening here? Is this true? Am I being deceived? Lord, show me the, the truth. Mm -hmm. And like you said, reference the word of God that he's given to us. As a matter of fact, 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is inspired by God or it's breathed God, out yeah. right, by God. It is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. So the Word of God is our guide. It's the uh, it's our Bible. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go <laughs> for knowing the truth. <laughs> so trust the Bible. Well, that wraps up our podcast today. We thank you for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast channel and share. You can share this link with family and friends. Everybody, have a wonderful week in the Lord. God bless you. See you soon.